Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KD the Choker. KD the Choker. I was rooting for him to actually make that. Figure a little a couple overtimes. Maybe get on at 1 o'clock. I mean, who knows what would be going on there. But KD misses a free throw, and the Nets cannot come back and complete the comeback after a furious rally late in that game against the Mavs. And look, last night was a basketball night. We have the Nets playing the Mavericks, and then the Knicks, of course, in Minnesota. And they just were relentless with the three. And it gets me thinking. And we'll get into the baseball. I really want to start the show with the baseball. But, you know, we'll just finish up on the basketball that actually did take place. Like we said, with the Nets losing to the Mavericks and the Knicks getting the win in Minnesota. You know, the, And I know I complain about this all the time. But it is something that is just, I, it's hard for me to get behind with the amount of threes in today's NBA. And the Knicks go out there on a night like last night, and light it up from downtown early on in the game, and they're going to win. I mean, generally, you're not going to blow that type of lead when you were shooting the ball as well as they did. The problem is that is not sustainable at all. So I kind of just take it for what it is, and it's a one-off game that Julius Randle was on fire from downtown, 8 of 13 from three-point range overall. You had R.J. Barrett being efficient, especially early on, from the floor, as well as knocking down a couple of key threes, and that's it. And if Randall shoots like that and hits eight threes, the, the Knicks are going to be tough to beat, like anybody else, right, if they go off and knock down the threes. Problem is they don't have those guys consistently, and that's why I said yesterday with the – or maybe not yesterday, two days ago – with the Knicks, it's about R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. They will go as the, as those two guys go. And when Randle is performing at an all-star level the way that he did consistently two years ago when he was, in fact, an all-star, when the Knicks finished with the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference, th- that's when they were at their best. The issue is Julius Randle is not that and has not been that consistently. So if you're looking at a way for the Knicks to get to another level, maybe be a surefire top six seed in the Eastern Conference. Right now they're five and five. I think they're around the eighth seed, something like that. And it's still way early on anyway. I mean, you really the the top teams like the Bucks, uh, Cavs have been great only with one loss on the season. You figure other teams will make their way to the top. Even the Nets, who I do think will find themselves at the top. They're too good. And I'd rather actually watch them without KD. Uh, well, excuse me, without Kyrie, as a matter of fact. I, I don't mind watching KD. Camp Thomas is a player. Claxton's a player. I mean, the Nets, they could be fun to watch. Now, if they had a real coach, that would be nice as well. All due respect to Jacques Vaughn, I would like to see them with a with an actual coach. I mean, we haven't seen that in a while. But anyway, the Nets will find themselves into the postseason mix. 
with the Knicks, the only way that I could see them being a serious player is if R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, or at least one or the other, take that all-star step. I do think you're going to have Brunson doing what he does, and that is being a facilitator, being able to score, um, you know, get everybody involved. He has been, in every sense of the word, exactly what the Knicks have needed for a very, very long time. So it's refreshing to just have Brunson out there as the point guard and not really worry about it. At least you know that that's solidified. Now, they're banged up, of course, where they're losing, you know, no Quentin Grimes in there, so you get um, Cam Reddish starting for him, and they don't have Mitchell Robinson, so Jericho Sims, who's a guy I like. Jericho Sims got the start. He only played 17 minutes. But you look at what the Knicks, you know, Cam Reddish, whatever. I know he had some good moments, but he's really irrelevant for them. Evan Fournier is a complete waste. Emmanuel quickly is not taking that next step. They don't have a very good bench. You know, D Rose who was awful last night. He would be one guy that maybe you trust to get it going as far as a vet, uh, veteran goes. Obi Toppins look good and he's given some solid minutes and even with him and Randall on the floor at the same time, they've been able to produce. So Obi and he's been shooting the three ball better. And I know he had that skill coming out of college, but when I watched him at the pros, he never to me, was a good three-point shooter, and he's gotten a little bit better at that. But Obi can be a solid bench player for him. Hartenstein, as well, could be another guy who could be a solid bench player for him. But bottom line is, they're just not that good. They're good, and this was coming off of one of their better performances with the way that they, you know, would they, would they have 70-plus points in the I mean, you know, 38 points in the first quarter, 38 points again in the second quarter. I mean, it's ridiculous what the Knicks did. 76 points in the first in the first half of a basketball game. The Knicks, back when I was watching the Knicks in my heyday in the 90s, they would score 76 points in a game. Late fourth quarter, it's 76-73. So it's, I don't know, it's just the way the game is. And even Tibbs talked about it after the game where in today's NBA, you're going to have... That's what it is. Running up and down the floor, guys shooting threes. You got to be able to get back and defend them, and you got to be able to knock them down on the offensive end. And at least for a night, the Knicks were able to do that. But the problem is, you look at this roster. Tell me who are the players that you rely on to knock down the three ball consistently. There's not one guy. Maybe Quentin Grimes could be that. Maybe. I mean, that's the hope that he turns into a star himself. The hope would be that R.J. Barrett, I know he shot it a little bit better, but we've been here with R.J. Barrett now for years where he shows signs of improvement and then goes back down into the funk. He is inconsistent. Now, I like Barrett personally. I think he's got excellent work ethic. I think he's got the right attitude. He's a guy that I want on the Knicks because I know he wants to be here. problem is he's just not that player. And he's been much more efficient at attacking the rim too, which is something that he should be doing. That's a strength of his. I can live with that. But he's lacking in the three ball department. And that's something that the Knicks to Knicks need to improve on consistently. Not that they're going to get this level of three point shooting where they knocked down 19 overall and shot 39% over 39%. That's an aberration. If they could do that every night, I mean, yeah, we'd be talking about one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, but they can't. And Julius Randle, same thing. You know, that's the issue. That's why there's inconsistencies. Those two guys. And you even want to focus more on Randle. At least with Barrett, you kind of know what you're getting. He's going to be 
inconsistent at times. He's not going to be a great shooter, but he's a guy who can attack the rim. Julius Randle, one day he looks like a superstar player, or one year looks like a superstar player. The next, anything but. And then this year, back to looking like a better player, but not quite the level that he was at two years ago when he was an all-star. And he could have an eye like this where he's on fire from downtown, and it gives you hope moving forward. Either way, it's still early on, way early on here when it comes to the NBA. And, you know, I know a lot of people still not, you know, baseball season just ended. The NFL is going on. And we did, for the record, when we were on yesterday, we did the Jets and Zach Wilson and the Jets defense and all that. And we could do it again today. But I know some of you guys who are just going into work, you know, today on Monday for the first day of the week, you, I start obviously Monday morning at 2 a.m. So, um, you know, we usually do the, the football recap on that show and kind of double it up today. So we can get into that as well. 877-337-6666. But I wanted to just start with the basketball because it was fresh in my mind watching both these games with the Nets and the Knicks both on the road and playing a little bit later games than normal, especially the Nets got underway at 945, which is why we're on following the Nets and get on so late. But yeah, it's a, it's a, they're, they're two different teams. One has an actual coach and, you know, is kind of in the middle of the pack, I guess. And the Nets have the talent that the Knicks don't, but they don't have that coach. They don't have that consistent effort night in, night out. And that's why it's maddening for them. It's maddening for the Knicks because they're missing that talented player. And imagine where the Knicks would be if they got Donovan Mitchell. Now, I know you wouldn't have R.J. Barrett and obviously a bunch of picks, but still. Or DeJounte Murray. He had another big night last night for Atlanta. Look at Atlanta, who's also out to a good start this year. After struggling a little bit last year, Atlanta back kind of where they were hoping to be, you know, amongst the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. Bucks, Cavs, Celtics, Hawks, top four. And then really, after that, I mean, pick a team. You believe in the Raptors, the Bulls, the Sixers? Will the Nets and Heat get back up there? Who knows? Will the Knicks be able to be a legitimate contender for the top six? I guess it could be fun to follow all year long, knowing that you know the Knicks, even though you know that they're still a star away from being legitimate, they're they're kind of you know they're they're at least competitive on a nightly basis, and maybe that's even why I'm I'm confused with it. Because they're much better than what we're used to seeing, but they're still not good enough. It's frustrating. Even on a night where they knock down a ridiculous amount of three balls and blow out the T-Wolves, essentially. I know it got a little close in the fourth quarter, but again, that's going to happen. I mean, that happens all the time in the NBA. You figure that the team will make a run. They may not come all the way back, but they'll cut into it and make a little bit of a run like the T-Wolves did. But the Knicks get the win for the night. The Nets lose yet again. Brooklyn falls to 4-7 and seven as they try to get back to focusing on the on-court stuff. It has been weeks of the off-the-court issues with Brooklyn. And you hope that they're trying to get themselves back into the, you know, just the, the focus is on the floor. On Kevin Durant, on the floor, who was disappointing last night at the free throw line with a chance to tie late and what would have been a miracle Nets comeback. 
But you want to focus on that. You want to focus on once the head coach is in place, whoever it may be. And I guess, you know, according to some reports, Josiah is maybe dragging his feet a little bit. Not sure if he wants to go through with it with uh, hiring Udoka here. Ime Udoka, we'll see what ends up happening. With or without Udoka, though, the Nets still should be a playoff team based on the talent level that they have. But it's going to be nice, certainly for Nets fans, to see them get back to talking about what happens on the floor, assuming that they get back to you know, some winning ways here. And with the Knicks, it's kind of the same old stuff. Yeah, all right, five and five. What are they? If Julius Randle, if you knew you were going to get this from Julius Randle moving forward, maybe you could believe in him. But I don't think you could expect to get that type of performance from Julius Randle on a consistent effort. We have, On a consistent basis, we haven't seen it. Two years ago was it for Julius. And that was what we thought even at the time. I mean, I was higher on him than most, but we felt like it was an aberration of a season, and then it was proved to be that after last year. But then he goes out there and has a night like tonight, and then you start thinking, hey, maybe this could be something here. You know, you think about it with the Knicks, adding Brunson to that mix of Barrett and Randall, it's not exactly a big three, but it is three guys that could give you quality scoring. You know, who's the closer on the team? Uh, I still don't think that they have one. I think ideally it would be R.J. Barrett. I don't think that he's it. If Barrett had a shot, uh, not saying he's going to be Donovan Mitchell, but, you know, that's the goal to get to that type level, right? If Barrett had that shot, we'd be talking about a totally different team. Unfortunately, he doesn't. And... I don't think it's going to come for him. And if it doesn't, that's where the Knicks then need to figure out, okay, well, how do we improve on this team? Happy with Brunson. Have some decent depth pieces. Again, we'll see what Quentin Grimes can do. if he, He's got to stay on the floor. I mean, he's got to be able to get healthy and stay on the floor. And maybe he could be another difference maker for them. But you look at this team, the way that they're built right now, it is about two guys to me. R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, what will they be? On nights like, you know, last night where they light it up, Barrett not only getting to the free throw line but also able to hit a few threes, Randle getting to the free throw line as well as knocking down eight threes, eight of 13. I mean, that's absurd. They will be tough to beat. You throw in Brunson who, you know, is not looking to be the lead scorer. He's looking to facilitate, get everybody involved, which is exactly what he does. Eight assists on the night for Brunson along with 23 points. That's what you want from your point guard. So they're getting what they expected and what they had hoped from Jalen Brunson. And they're occasionally getting what they expect and what they hope from R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. The difference will be, can they get it consistently from those two players? That will determine where the Knicks end up in the NBA's Eastern Conference. Through 10 games, they're 500. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Plenty of hot stove baseball to get into. You know, the Mets brought back Edwin Diaz. No surprise there. What is next for both the Mets and the Yankees? Yanks and Aaron Judge, are they talking during this five-day window? I mean, nothing is going to get done because you can't imagine Aaron Judge is going to get that close to free agency. I mean, he went the whole year, and now we're just days away. As officially, it begins Thursday, 5 p.m., where players can sign, talk to other teams, 
So I'm sure Aaron Judge is awaiting that, but we will sit back and await two key guys. Well, you know, look, while being, you know, dreaming about everybody else, whether it's Trey Turner, Carlos Rodon, whoever it may be that's out there, Carlos Correa, whatever star players, and I don't anticipate any of the big names end up, you know, I mean, maybe one comes to the Mets. I don't think the Yankees are going to do anything outside of their own, where officially Anthony Rizzo opted out of his contract. And again, you had Jacob deGrom officially opting out of his contract. But we look at the two main guys, Aaron Judge and Jacob deGrom. And I think that's what we're going to be focused on until one of those guys or both of those guys sign, whether it's back here in New York or elsewhere. The two premier free agents in the sport come from both the Mets and the Yankees. And at the GM meetings that are taking place right now in Vegas, you know, there hasn't really been much on those, but we do have some updates in regards to Jacob deGrom and where the Mets stand and are awaiting on where deGrom stands in that relationship. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.